Welcome to episode 61 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, and hockey fans looking to have some fun, and we are having fun. We will force fun upon you. Okay, Kraken fans, let's go. So along with you, we try to get into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL on this week's episode we've got big news to share with you from the kraken pod yes we've teased it a little bit we're excited about this we have our dry january update which you are totally craving to hear more about that i am sure uh the kraken reaction was that epic road trip was that bad for us can we please stop fighting about goalies the good the bad and the canucks who killed it in the skills showcase? We'll talk about next, this week's, I'm sorry, this week's games coming up. No dumb questions. What constitutes a goalie interference penalty? Who the hell knows? But we'll discuss in our three stars of the week coming up too. That's Joey's picks, my picks, some things that we just had from our personal life. Uh, that's fun and the world that is. So let's get to it. Episode 61. Welcome to the Kraken Pod. What is up? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. So how are you? I'm good, man. It sounds like I'm cracking a beer right now, but I'm drinking a tea. For, for <laughs> Spill the tea, Joey. It's not beers for veneers, yeah. For context, we, um, we are recording this on Tuesday morning, January 24th. Mm-hmm. We expect this episode to drop later on this uh, afternoon slash evening. Yes. Um, but it's good. Is the, the Kraken are resting and they don't play again until Wednesday against the Canucks, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah, the Vancouver Canucks. The Canucks and uh, Bruce Boudreaux is gone. So there you go. Uh, we'll explain those mispronunciations. Don't, don't, don't take a drink yet. But um, <laughs> speaking of drinking, are you drinking an Arizona iced tea? I am. 99 cents, baby. Always. Green tea. Still yeah. 99 cents. Stay caffeinated. Uh-huh. Yeah, 99 cents. I mean, you can't beat that. Inflation doesn't mean a thing so uh we have some big news joey you've been grinding away man doing some awesome work on things such as this here's our big news is uh website is in the works which is awesome but the biggest news yeah you've been pioneering and engineering something really awesome i'll let you break it are you ready well don't put that on me because it's both of ours and if it flops for some reason you're doing a lot of people are gonna be like dude what the fuck man i thought this was gonna be cool and it sucks um coming soon Joey Cirillo, what will the Kraken Pod have? We got merchandise, baby. Merch. Merch. Here we go. Merchandise. Let's fucking go. Is your cat locked in the other room? He's locked in the other room. I thought the clapping would freak him out. No, he's probably terrified and shitting shitting himself in his litter box right now. No, man. um, We have merchandise coming. And all jokes aside, I mean, we've gotten a chance to look at a couple of different iterations of it. I'm... I'm excited. Earmuffs. I'm trying to earmuffs myself as much as I can. Are there earmuffs? Are we selling earmuffs yet? No, but why have we not? We should think Wow, about Jesus. We suck. All, All right, right scrap it. Uh, merchandise is starting not coming over. soon. We're starting over. <laughs> no, we're, we, we're really pumped. We're working on, you know, the beers for Beneers thing has been a huge hit. Yes. You've loved that. Thank you for listening to this damn show and doing yeah. that with us. Yes. Um, and we've got a lot of beers for Beneers things going on. So we've got some shirts on the way. Yeah, we got shirts. Uh stickers, koozies. Uh, We're looking at some other items as well. We came up with some other stuff for the future that we're kind of just saving for when stuff happens with the org. We can't give everything away, but I'm really excited for what's coming out now. But here's the thing. Everyone, not everyone, a lot of people have been reaching out who listen to the podcast, which were great. We have like, what, 34, 35 listeners now? Yeah. Yeah, okay. We're We're approaching 40. We're getting close to 40, which is big for (sighs) us. That'd be huge. 
fingers crossed. But you know, when we when people reach out and say, "How can we support the podcast?" You know, are you guys going to come out to a game? This is how you do it. I mean, like legitimately, all of our resources, time, energy, all that stuff have been going back into the podcast. If you want to support us, just wear cool shit, and we're working really hard to make sure that the shit that we give you is really cool and i'm really excited for it yeah that's exactly right it's like you know we want to do the merch thing yeah uh because we're trying to raise some funds to actually go to seattle which would be cool mm-hmm. um but also too we want to make sure that it's stuff that you actually want to wear it's uh funny it's topical that sort of thing so anyway yeah. it's it's a big you know we i don't know if you i don't know if you know this but we don't do this full time we actually have our own uh you know things that we lives, do to make money lives jobs you that know. pay us yes, yes. exactly so <laughs> shockingly the quality is getting better by, you know, better by the second. And and thank you so much for supporting the Kraken Pod. So that's, yeah. but Joey, dude, you've been work, working hard on that. Totally excited about that. So that should be, we think, we think soon, maybe February-ish, February. Yeah. I, uh, I don't want to, I think we've said enough by saying the merchandise is coming very soon. It's going to coincide with the website. Also, what I realized while we were talking about it is that money is a construct, just like time. Something that I learned in college is like, for example, credit cards, that's just free money. Everything just costs, totally. everything just costs one swipe. So for us, we should just say our merchandise is on sale. No matter what you get, it'll only cost you one swipe. Dude. The one swipe sale. We should just have, yeah. uh, we should just have like free, free t-shirts tomorrow. What's that thing? Like the, the there you go. Like clever a- restaurants will put on signs like free beer yesterday or something like that. Yeah, or- there you go. Everything costs one swipe. That's yeah. it. You're welcome. We're doing you a massive favor. Well, so we're excited about this. It's coming. Um, also, too, what the dry January update. Joey did crack uh, Arizona iced tea. Arizona iced tea. It's the closest I've come to cracking an actual can of. You're anything. still dry. 100. percent You said yeah. you had a glass of wine. Last I've had episode. two glasses of wine Good. this entire month, and that includes New Year's Eve, where I had one glass of wine while I stayed. In th- so, long story short, so I actually had a uh, a writers' meeting for a local publication, which is also something I've been working on for a while. Awesome. And they went around the room, and it was my first time meeting everybody. And they're like, what did everyone do for New Year's? And everyone gave their stories like, oh, so I'm in Dallas, and I'm hammered, and I end up at this party. And it, it's like an, an eyes wide shut type scenario. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. They get to me, I'm like, I had a glass of wine with my cat, and then I, and I wrote, which is what I did for New Year's. So Writers, man. I, I feel like I have a... Like there's a persona about me. I'm really starting to let people down, but don't worry because come Mardi Gras, which is right around the corner, I will be blackout for at least a week and a half. Dude, it's yeah, yeah. We got to arrange because we're not recording an episode on Lundi Gras. No, and there's no way in hell. We're right, gonna, have, whoa, whoa, we're gonna take that week off. People right. will understand. So I, I've done. I started off. I, I was the one that brought up Dry January. Like I'm going hard. So I counted it up yesterday. Uh, I have had ten drinks in January so far. That's not bad at all. We're 24 S- days in. Okay. Last weekend was a little more of the you know. The, but you had your eight drinks out of ten. One day, six, <laughs> six. So you know, okay. spread out. Good. Is it, I'll talk about my three stars, but uh, we we can, just, yeah, we'll get deep, into it. My my wife and I are already deep into Mardi Gras stuff. Oh yeah, well she's you know started a Mardi Gras crew and the whole thing, so that makes sense. Yeah, yeah like you you even if you. It's not even a choice for you is what I'm saying. Like you're automatically, you're way deep in it. I can kind of stand back and kind of pick and choose my spots. I'm trying to stay away because I know that once I'm in, I'm a, I'm 110%. I'm going to go way off the deep end. So, okay. So here's what I'm thinking is you, so I'm telling you right now is typically, yeah. I think we're going to do it is on, on uh, Iris and Tuck Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think we are setting up a station. These are parades and crews, by the way, for people not familiar yes. with Mardi Gras, which is the majority of our 35 listeners. And there's two weeks. It's not just, you, you might've heard of Fat Tuesday, which we, is Mardi Gras we, Day. It's Mardi Gras Day. Don't call it fat. If you want to look really cool, just say Mardi Gras Day. Don't yeah. call it Fat Tuesday. Everyone's like, oh, they know their shit. If you're in Seattle or like me, Michigan, 
you know, from Michigan, you can say that's Fat Tuesday, but like yeah. Mardi Gras Day. But there's it's two weeks of parades. There's literally like twenty or thirty parades. Yeah. So that Saturday is one of them. I think we're gonna set up a station, and you are more than welcome to come join us. What Saturday is this? It's Saturday the eighteenth. Okay. It's Tux Iris Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good day. And I'm wondering if maybe we could maybe we'll make that a crack and pod. Uh, New or- if anybody's in New Orleans, a meetup. Okay. I like it. We'll get one. It's just going to be you and me drinking beers <laughs> on the stand somewhere. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. I'm going to get it. Wearing our own merchandise that we only paid one swipe for. We need to have merch. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's the dry January update. Um, let's, I, we got a, it's a weird, weird vibes right now in Kraken land, but let's talk about it. Let's get to our Kraken reaction. So I really want to, I know last episode, Joey, I kind of went off at the very beginning. I want to save my rant. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I think maybe what we should do is we should talk about the games that have been played. Okay. Go over that. It sounds like our normal routine. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. I really want to, I really want to like get into this goal. And it's really, I think, just Twitter. I think I need to spend less time on Twitter because Twitter is like arguing over goaltending for the Kraken. That's fair. One thing before we detail the games I want to bring up is, do you think that the epic record-setting road trip mm-hmm. maybe messed up the fandom for us because, you know, we've lost a couple games since then. Yeah. And some of them looked like decent losses. Some didn't look decent. Yeah. And yeah. I think people are freaking out. Now, you tell me as a Washingtonian, uh-huh. is that just any loss is going to be dissected to the millionth degree? Or do you think there are people who expect too much coming off of a eight-game road you know, like a eight game win streak, seven game epic road win thing. Yeah. Did they set the bar? Did the Kraken set the bar too high? No, I think it's the first option that you just mentioned. Every single loss is going to be dissected to the eight millionth degree. It's just kind of how we operate, man. Like we're, I don't know. I've got, I've kind of gone on this rant before about how, you know, Seattle sports teams, Washingtonians, whatever, um, operate in general. It's just, it is what it is. Whether the, they went on the, you know, the, the road trip and they went like, what was it? Seven games. So they went like three and four or something like that. I think the response would still be the exact same. So no, I'm very happy that the Kraken swept that road trip, obviously, but I don't think the, the results of these losses, as far as the way people talk about the organization, I really don't think they'd be that much different than they are right now, honestly. And as we're about to go and start talking about the games from the past week, it was really interesting because as I was looking at the losses, so against Colorado and against Edmonton, the one that stuck, stuck out to me the most was a loss against Edmonton because you're looking at the box score, and if you're not watching every single game and it's 5-2, you're like, oh, well, that's a blowout. But I went through and I actually watched the highlights of the game, which was incredibly painful for me. It's like my version of like being waterboarded. It's like I might as well <laughs> be being held by terrorists. It was, But it's weird, and I guess we're about to go into it now, because that game had three goals in a row for Edmonton that I feel like in any other normal circumstance would not have been goals. But for whatever reason, the puck was just not going Seattle's way that game. So if you're going, so we're talking about last Tuesday at yeah. Edmonton. We kind of had made Edmonton our uh, bitch for a while for a couple of games. So it was kind of due that they'd come back and, and win, right? So mm-hmm. I think this is, I think Edmonton, honestly, is arguably one of our rivals for sure. I think this is. I a, would agree with that. Right? So, I mean, it's, it's always a kind of a, uh, it's always a fun game to watch. But we lose five to two. Mm-hmm. And th- you're right. Like, there was definitely some weird, there was some weirdness about this game. And, uh, you know, obviously Connor McDavid just, 
McJesus, as they say. They say what I hate, I don't hate it. I hate strong word. What I loathe is whenever he gets the puck and he starts skating with it, it's always like, oh, there goes McDavid turning on the Jets. When he really gets go, yeah, no shit. He's fucking fast. Like, I just wish there was a different way that we could talk about him. I just feel like every time I watch him play, it's kind of like the same commentary. I don't know. I, was, I get I it. I will say. No, I I'm it. not knocking on him because he's phenomenal to watch. He seems like a bad hang, though. Like, if I had, like, an all-time like list of NHL bad hangs of current players. I think he's in my top three. For me, that's Sidney Crosby. So like that's, you're, you're getting. See, I think Sidney looks more like a good hang than McDavid. McDavid, did you ever see that? Like that MTV Cribs version that uh, like show that episode they did of his house? Yeah. How fucking weird was his house? He's a weird dude. He's a weird dude. It's weird. He, he literally is, he's the weirdest. He lives in like a factory. Well, the big news about Connor McDavid this past week was that he uh, he has worn the same pair of socks forever. That's his thing. Like this, so the reason why. So he doesn't shower and he lives in a factory? No, he shower. No, he Breaking does. news, Connor McDavid. <laughs> well, 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 shocking is the people who really kill it in life in terms of success, uh, they're very regimented and they have like routines they don't break out of and they're mm. very, they're, they have discipline. It's a word that I don't, I don't, I didn't know what that word was. I can I barely spell it. Every time I do, I what spell is disciple. So I, don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. So Connor McDavid, uh, he's been wearing the same socks forever, these holy socks, and the company that made them uh-huh. uh, stopped making them. And he was, it became news in the NHL that's the last two weeks. That's why he'll never win a cup. Well, he got more. He got, they gave him more. They found more or something like that. In because he lives in the sock factory. But he's a weird dude because all he thinks about is how can I be the best at hockey? Uh-huh. And he apparently thought a lot about that in the offseason because he's destroying the league right now. So I will say this is uh, back to your point of um, being annoyed by announcers who talk about a player whenever they touch the puck. For me, that's Sidney Crosby. Okay. For Connor McDavid, I do get fearful. Like I, th- for oh, some, I absolutely do. I like when the Kraken like have a like play play him well defensively. I'm like, oh my god, they actually pulled it off. Like every single play, yeah. I get nervous. When there was a power play, I'm like, okay, they're going to score on us in about 20 seconds. Exactly. So anyway, so we lose five to two. Yeah. Uh, Sprong's had a nice PP goal. Very strong PP. Yeah. Sprunger, he he gives off a uh, strong PP energy. No, so the so it was a one one game because McDavid um, had a goal after the Spronger goal, and here's the three weird things that happened in a row, and they're all goals for Edmonton. Um, there was the one where Martin Jones actually made the save, but the puck was between his legs, and he literally didn't see it. And there's two other Kraken players standing around, and the Edmonton Oiler just goes by and just taps the puck into the net, like okay, well that's a goal. Um, after that was the butt blast, which was just a hilarious goal. Again, Jones made makes the stop. The puck kind of goes in weird place. People are scrambling. The dude falls on his ass and just like taps the puck in while literally laying on his ass. Now, I will say this is, yeah. as you're de- detailing these weird, the butt blast. The butt was blast was real. It was like the Mark Sanchez butt fumble, but with hockey. Let's foreshadow here because we're going to have this goalie talk because people uh-huh. are being accused. People are accusing the team of not giving uh, Grooby go- his, his goal flowers, support. His flowers. Yeah, yeah, they're not helping him. Uh-huh. But these weird goals are all based off of the team defensively not helping Martin Jones. Uh, yeah, I know. I agree. And and then the, the third one here is uh, Tolvanen, uh, Golvenin. He, well, he's opposite Golvenin. He put the puck in his own fucking net off a, off a deflection. So, again, those are three goals in a row. Uh, the game kind of gets put out of place, uh, out of hand at that point. Like, you're not going to come back from that. But your boy Dundertaker, he had a snipe that was so... So perfect, and he shot it so hard that it literally went off of Campbell's glove into the net for a goal. So Vince Dunn, he's unbelievable, as they say. Like if we went back and we listened to our episodes from the beginning of this year, you and I were like, 
We love him, but I don't know what's going on. He but he's got to figure. Dude, he's he's figured it out. He's figured he, it out. Again, my favorite. I've been saying this from the beginning of the the pod. He's my favorite uh, Kraken. Mm-hmm. And I also have hair envy because like I'm, my hair is thinning, getting older. That's why I wear a hat around you. I don't want to make you feel away. Oh, you know? you, your hair is epic, <laughs> you, but you're carrying the the hair, you know, yeah. weight of the show. So thank yeah. you for that. My actually, I've been using this thickening shampoo. It's actually pretty, pretty tight right now. Okay. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm better than I talk about, but anyway, Pantene pro V going on. Well, I see my, I see the, all the, the guys in my family and I'm, just screwed. Okay. Both sides, right? So you uh, use like the electromagnetic thing that like shocks the hairs no, out of your I, head. I, I'm just being honest. I take pills for it. Okay. I do the. the You're on the Tom rope. Brady thing. I'm on the juice. You're gonna show up one day and I'm look on like, the shampoo. Okay. I'm on the foam. Jesus. Preventative though. So your nighttime routine if is like I 45 do, minutes long. If I wasn't, yeah, it sucks. If I wasn't doing that, <laughs> and then my wife bought me face stuff because yeah. like I should actually yeah, take care Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Face, yeah. face. I haven't I've never like I don't wash my face. I should do that uh-huh. anyway. Me neither. done his hair. Yeah. Is epic. So you know, like he's his, got great hair. He's his, underrated flow. Yeah, he's good looking dude. Yeah. Right, very right? very handsome. Can appreciate that. Yeah, I'm um, straight male. Uh, so just got to exert that man. You know, my insecurities as a male. I got to say that out loud. Um, <laughs> he's got an epic hairline. Dude's just killing I'm not insecure. life. He's he's a, he's a fucking man rocket. He is a man yeah. rocket. Oh my god. So anyway, yeah. so he scores that. But yeah, the, the look on those weird goals. They they were not clearing guys out of the way. Like they were just swarming the net and yeah. the crack and D let down Martin Jones. So that's yeah. my foreshadow for the goaltending here. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Wanna, so we lose five, two, let's move on to something positive. Yeah. 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 The game against New Jersey, which I believe you said last week was a must win for the crack. And well, guess what, Jeff, they, they did it and they did it just for you. The crack and win four, three in overtime and who did it and who did it right in their faces from, from the our East coast connection. The cerebral assassin? No, Duncan Donato. Oh, Duncan Donato. Yeah, he was going ham. Right. Yeah. So, like, he was going. I'm sure people in New Jersey love their Dunkin' Donuts too. Yeah. And Duncan Donato yeah. scores a couple of goals. Holy yeah. smokes, the guy's on fire right now. Which he's is been, awesome. He's been playing out of his damn mind. He had three points in the night. He had two goals. Uh, unfortunately, the Devils came back and they tied it up with about a minute left in the game when they pulled their goalie. And as I was watching that go down, I was like, "Oh, so this is what a team should do when they pull their goalie. They actually have a plan in place to utilize." all six skaters on the ice in order to generate a goal. Interesting. I don't remember this. What time did you make a note of what time the devils pulled their goalie? Like how much time was left in the I, game? I don't, but I, I usually I do. God damn it. And the one time I don't, you call me out. Sorry. No, 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 I, no. I, I don't know either. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> but it was with about a minute left in the game. It wasn't long after they pulled their Good. goalie that they scored. And the weird part is, is that they were actually, this is the second night in a row that they've had a game where they scored by pulling their goalie late. In fact, the night previous, they were playing San Jose, and they scored with eight seconds left, took that game to overtime, and they won. So this is a thing that New Jersey is very comfortable in that territory. It's the opposite for me with the Kraken. If it goes past regulation, I think two thoughts. One, it's past my bedtime, and two, we're fucked. Totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, both on, on both notes there. I mean, winning, yeah. winning that game was awesome because, uh, you know, New Jersey, they had their struggles like a couple of weeks ago, basically at the beginning of January. But now, you know, they're, they're still a great team. They're really good, so they're figuring yeah. it out. They're young. and But, I mean, it, it, was, a, it was a great, well-fought game. Ryan Donato on fire. Yeah. And uh, uh, we did it in overtime the way we should have done it. As opposed to the Colorado game, which is a complete mess. Complete mess. Oh, you know what? We forgot to pat ourselves on the back, though, because while that game was a win, 
Guess what happened? Our Detroit Red Wings, Detroit Red Wings, Red Wings podcast. Let's go Wings. Beat the Vegas Golden Knights, and now the Kraken moved into first place. So you're welcome. We have been disguising ourselves as a Seattle Kraken podcast, but as we all know, compliments of you, we are really a Detroit Red Wings podcast. Can I? I actually have to. I have to bitch about the Red Wings for a second. Yeah. Well, as you should. This it's is gambling a Red related Wings podcast. Should I wait for the DraftKings? It's gambling related. No, lay it on us now. By the way, there's a new ad read. We should probably. I should probably give you a heads up on that. Oh, thank for, like, you very for much. the conference championship. Well, do we need to? Re- do we need to? Re- Read it because I just talk about it all the time. DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm on it all the time. So I've been playing with these like epic parlays, right? Just like Uh I'm only spending like a dollar or two, but I'm trying to pick all the games in one night. So like I'll go, if there's 20, like, you know, 10 games, I'm going to try and pick a winner each of them and spend a dollar on the parlay and, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So on, um, on what what day was it? I think it was, I think it was this day. Um, No, no, what was it? The day they played the Vegas Golden Knights? You had a bet? It was... On Sunday or Saturday, any anyway, it was on Saturday, I guess. I had picked like six games mm-hmm. that I I knew were going to be locks. I did not pick the Kraken as part of this parlay, and I so like anyway, I picked six of the games on Saturday. It doesn't feel like, like good vibes to me, Jeff. Well, it was good vibes because I picked all, all five. I picked five winners. Oh shit! In this parlay, the one team that didn't win were the Red Wings. Oh, so I was like pissed on Saturday. Yeah, that's what it was. It was Saturday night. The Wings lost, and to Philadelphia, by the way, at home. And if, they, if if they would have, and it wasn't an epic bet. It was like a two dollar bet that would have got me like thirty bucks. Well, yeah, we're not Mister Money Bags. We talked about this. Exactly. Why people have to buy the merch? One swipe will get you whatever you want. But I I was I was pissed that the Red Wings let me down. So anyway, long story short, the Red Wings did help out the Seattle Kraken. Yes, Detroit Red Wings podcast. And yes, that night we took over the Pacific, which was fantastic, beautiful, love it. Yes, dude. Um, I don't think you saw this. I'm going to blindside you with this. Did you see? Speaking of epic parlays, did you see the one that went viral yes. after the NFL games this Sunday, the Saturday dude and Sunday? For for the first, first touchdown, first touchdown scores, and he did player. one from every game, and he hit it. And a five dollar bet netted him was it seventy two thousand seventy two thousand dollars. <laughs> I love. It. I think it's fun. It's, to me, it's worth it. Like I go to Starbucks and I and I spend eight dollars on a coffee. Yeah. Like I'd rather I can spend a dollar. Yeah. And make crazy bets. Yeah. And have fun and watch games. This is somebody who's just you know they're doing they're doing the Jeff Janusic thing where it's good vibes only and you're just throwing down some crazy parlays with a couple of dollars, which honestly, like I give you a ton of respect for. And it's crazy because if you don't know, you can cash out of the bet while it's hitting. So you think like he's watching the first couple games on Saturday. And he gets the first, so yeah, he has to predict accurately who's going to score the first touchdown of every game. And he does that. And after game two, he's looking at two other games and he's probably already sitting at like 30, 40,000. And for that person to look at that and go, fuck it, we ride. And then to ride that out is, is insane. And then even to I go think down, about that. dude, yeah. And think about like after the third game, when you're probably like, I can cash out like 50 G's right now. And I think it was, was it Dalton Schultz that he had for Dallas to score first in the Niners game? It ends up happening. Somebody was recording it in his home and he, he wins $72,000. Again, the ball's on this dude, like big kahunas. I mean, like seriously, because I would have cashed out so quick after game three. I'm like, I can't handle this. I'm already at 50 grand. Yeah. Like I'm walking away with this right now. I put $5 down. Yeah. No, no, I didn't think about that. That is, that's pretty, yeah. I, that, that's what I'm Ooh. saying. Like it might've been drunk. It's insane. Yeah. There's no way I, I would have I mean, to be so beyond blackout drunk. But anyway, so we, uh, that, that's no, that's, that's the kind of, that's what I go for. That's sort of fun. And I actually, yeah. I actually on Sunday, I, uh, picked the Bengals. I picked, um, 
uh, Jamar Chase to score a touchdown, and I picked uh, something else, and I won thirty dollars on. Dude, that, hell so. yeah! I, yeah. Put, I, I had, I had Bengals. I had Bengals and Niners. I put fifty bucks on Bengals to win the uh, Super Bowl. Oof! The Super Bowl. Rest in peace. Oh, that. rest in peace. That nope, fifty. It's happening, dude. It's happening. I think it's going to bank be on it. Eagles. Bank on it. Okay. All Do right. not take gambling advice from this podcast. But <laughs> bank on it. So bank on it. <laughs> Please not listen to us. One that. thing that I learned about social media is, man, if whenever we're in first place, tweet all day, every day as many memes as possible about it because everybody just loves it, which is yeah. awesome. So like, yeah. so, so we were tweeting like crazy after that New Jersey game because yeah. it was so fun to be in first place for a little bit. But then Saturday versus Colorado, this was, this was, this was a weird game. And I honestly think part of the weirdness is because of the whole talk about the polar bear and wrestling it. <laughs> Well, first of all, I was going to say with the first place thing, if anybody ever comes to us and says, hey, act like you guys have been there before. Well, guess what? We have literally never been here before. So I'm going to act like a fucking idiot. You're welcome. Absolutely. Also, so, yeah, I was making a note of this. And I just thought it was really funny because the game's really tight. Colorado and Seattle are playing very evenly. Both are banged up. Both are quality teams, all that stuff. And it's in the first period. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. And I'm watching it. I'm laughing so hard because Eddie O is just quizzing uh, John Forslund and JT Brown about how they would wrestle a polar bear. And that took up probably like seven minutes of the broadcast. And I'm like, usually this is reserved for like late third period when the Kraken are blowing another team out. Eddie O was feeling himself from the very beginning of this game. And I'm laughing out loud while watching the game being like, I fucking love this broadcast team. They're so fantastic. Even like, like JT Brown didn't even know what to say. He was like, I don't, I don't know what to like, where are we going with this dude? Hey, you, when you, when you buy into Eddie O, you have to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like it's, and yeah. pe- people, you know, Seattle Kraken fans, I see it, don't like that. They're, they're the purists. But obviously if you're listening to this podcast, I don't think you're a hockey purist. Right? I think you're probably agreeing with us. You're with because us. We love the crazy. I want the names. The I want the, yeah, we want the memes. I want the Stories. Eddie O nays. I want the stories. I want him quizzing people about how they would wrestle a polar bear. I want all the weird shit. Give, give us all of that. Yeah. So I mean, the, the game was a, was a well-fought game. Yes. I think um, a lot of good things happened in the game for us. But honestly, the overtime and the shootout were really weird. Very weird. But also before we get there, I have to just shout out uh, Big Cat, Adam Larson, because that stick save on the puck, that was 110% going into the back of the net. Um, that might be my favorite defensive play I have ever seen a Seattle Kraken player make. It happened so fast because Beniers was also right there. And somehow Larson saw it and was able to like come out from behind the net and get the stick out. But with Beniers standing there, at first everyone's like, oh my God, you guys just see Maddie make the de- defensive play of the year. And only until they slowed it down do we see it was the big cat. So, And the guy's averaging over 24 minutes uh, time on ice per game. And again, he's leading the team. And afterwards... Even though the Kraken, you know, lose two to one in a shootout, I like how he was wearing like one of those newer Seattle Kraken hoodies, and he had cut everything. He had cut the sleeves. The deep V was rocking. This Rip, guy rippling muscles. He yeah, he's like uh, it's like Bill Belichick in the NFL. Like he always cuts all of his stuff. Yeah. Well, like, but no one you know really likes that too much because it's Bill Belichick and the Patriots. But Adam Larson does it, and it's awesome, and he looks good because he also has underrated lettuce. Um, <laughs> Yeah, do you want to talk about the shootout? Because I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. You're you're telling me before we record that this is a trend. This being players dancing around with the puck and not really putting a good shot on that. What the fuck was that? Let's talk. Let's first talk about the overtime. For, well, you got, first 
first, number yes. one. Let's okay. start number one. Overtime if, first. Then if there's, if there's a if there's a podcast postseason award, it's Joey's notes because these are good notes in here. I've got to mention this. Kraken had ten block shots in the first period. Yeah, huge. And Duncan Donato stays hot with that response goal, which is awesome. Yes, right? he did. Yeah, we went down one nothing, and I was like, oh man, the way that this game is going, like that might be the goal, but. Fortunately, Donato came uh, back and uh, and tied it up pretty quickly. So the overtime, now we're at the overtime, and what was weird and evident to everybody Mm -hmm. is the puck possession game that the Kraken were playing, Yeah, which was like, let's dip our, we've got the puck, we've got possession of the puck, we're going to start, we're going to try a breakout. It's not looking good. We're going to dip our toe into the offensive zone, but then we're going to send the puck back and and regroup. Send it back. And for like four minutes of the five-minute overtime, the Kraken held the puck, but I don't think they put a shot on goal. They just kept regrouping, which included even yeah. passing it to uh, Gruby. Yes. And back and forth. That was so, like, they would just dip their toe over the line, yeah. and then bring it back. And then be like, okay, let's yeah. start over. And then, like, dip their toe over the line, and then bring it back. And it was so weird. It was so weird. I mean, obviously, the thing that I think in, and most people thought is, uh, we don't want to, and it happened a few times. Yeah. We, we, we turned the puck over to the, the abs and they made an epic rush. Yes. And they almost scored like three or four times in the over. So yeah. we were afraid. Yes. We, the fear got us, the avalanche, the fear of the lanch got us. Yeah. And we just did this weird yeah. dip our toes in the zone. We're trying to climb Everest. We see an avalanche coming and we're like, we're going to make base camp here instead of trying to scale this thing. We were playing for the shootout. Yes. Which then let's go to the shootout. Which also was a bad idea. But really quickly, that's a good point you just made. Sorry to cut you off there. But if you think about it, last year you and I were talking about how their overtimes were really strange because the Kraken were overly aggressive. And every time they did that, they would turn over the puck. The team would have a rush and the Kraken would lose because they always put their goalie in a bad bad position. That pendulum swung the other way around where now the Kraken – seemed like they had figured an overtime out because they weren't being too aggressive, but they were taking the right opportunities to attack in overtime when it made sense for them. And you saw their overtime improve. But this one, it had swung way too far the other way where it was like there was no attacking. Uh, like you said, they were holding their puck the entire time. I think there was one shot on net by the Dundertaker at the very end, maybe. Even Beneers looked weird. Like when he got the puck, center ice like was trying to figure out what to do with it and then got lit the fuck up. And a lot of people at Climate Pledge were, were booing. That was a clean hit. Like, they were just playing oh, yeah. really awkwardly. Anyways, I'm just saying it's interesting to see how, how the Kraken have changed uh, the way they handle, uh, you know, their guys on ice in overtime. And I think it's gone a little bit too far. They need to kind of find, you know, the middle ground there somewhere. So anyways. Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't confident in winning overtime. So, and yeah. playing the, the Avalanche 3 on 3. Which is a, a horrible idea to take the Avs to a shootout. But here we are. Well, I, I, okay. So, going first with Ryan Donato... That was smart. The guy's super hot. But here's what's going on in my... This is this, You could accuse me of being old man rant here. Please. I'm a huge fan of crazy stuff in the NHL. I'm a huge fan of Michigan goals. I'm a huge fan of just insanity, trying new things, right? Yeah. But the, sh- the slow approach in the shootout, I think, is starting to bother me because that's what most players do now. Where is, they slow it down. They, like, tap, 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 and they're moving. And, exactly. Yeah. They, try to, they try to go with, like, the, you know, the dipsy do whatever yeah. uh, to try and make a million moves. It's like they're dangling around a bunch of dudes, but there's no other dudes in front of them. You're like, what are you doing? And the goalie's just sitting there being like, any moment now. 
I think the shootout across the NHL has turned into that, and that's why there's a lot of discussion of, like, uh, there is discussion, like, is the shootout still fun to watch anymore? Yeah. And I think that if I were the Kraken shootout coach, I think to buck the trend, most goaltenders who are playing in a shootout, I think, are going to be used to waiting for 10 minutes for the player to get to the net and and attempt a shot. Yeah. I think I got to go with, all right, guys, we're going to go with two moves. You skate in as fast as possible. Yeah. Freak these guys out. Yes. Or at least do one-to-one. Okay. So like, Oh, I like it. Like switch up the pace on them a little bit. Keep them guessing. Okay. Whoever's first in the shootout, you got to go hard. Second guy, dipsy do. Third guy's got to go do, 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 do. Like like, like fast. Right. Because I was thinking about it, like Daniel Sprong, he was one of the guys that shot it during the shootout. he's all wheels. He's all speed. Dude, he's all wheels. And there was a game earlier this season where he was coming at the opposing goalie so fast and I was and I, I was watching the game and I think I like tweeted something out uh from our account about like you know about like how a goalie would react or how I would react if I saw Daniel Sprong coming at me at 30 miles an hour um it'd be terrifying give us that during the shootout and also a fact to kind of uh you know back up some of the stats here that d- did not bode well for the Kraken for this game that was Colorado's fifth straight win and they've actually won nine games this season that go that have gone past regulation, including four shootouts, which leads the entire NHL. So they're very comfortable in that position. The Kraken are the opposite. Uh huh. So there's something to work on there. It was, you know, look, we we still got a point. We moved back closer to the Golden Knights. Yeah. Uh, so within one at the time, which was so it was definitely weird. And I think that finally brings us before we talk about the upcoming games. Uh huh. The and this is a Twitter effect. I think I realized this literally in the middle of this podcast. Yeah. Maybe I need to stop spending so much time reading every tweet in Kraken, in Kraken Pod Land because yeah. I absorb all this stuff. I, I, we need to stop arguing over goalies. And I bring this up because yeah. on Twitter, I see a lot of people arguing about how Grubauer doesn't get any sort of support. And I, th- I think that's a bunch of BS. I think you do you honestly think this is very general? And then I, I know you've been working hard, uh, Statman, on goalie stats here. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, do you really think professionals uh-huh. are for some reason because they like a goaltender, one goaltender over the other are not going to give a certain goaltender support. And that's the vibe I get from people who are saying, Oh, that they don't groom. He doesn't get the support. It's just, they don't play right well in front of him. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm obviously you're kind of insinuating that they don't like playing for him or something, right? Is that, that's the vibe. That's the weird, that's the weird thing. And this goes beyond. And so I think it's important that we expand this conversation beyond Twitter or really any platform and just have uh, an open conversation about Grubauer and goalies in general. Um, it's interesting because if you do look up statistics, and these are ones I do not have in front of me right now, but if you do look up stats, his goal support versus Martin Jones is abysmal. So I made the joke of, is Philip Grubauer the Felix Hernandez of the Seattle Kraken? I made that joke, if you remember, last year. And the reason why I made that comparison is because Felix Hernandez, you know, ace pitcher for the Mariners, Mariners Hall of Fame, all that stuff. But it was fucking torturous as a Mariners fan to watch a guy who would pitch, let's say, an eight-inning game, give up two runs on three hits, but then take the loss, and they would lose two to one. So this is like very akin to what we are seeing from Grubauer, especially recently. And I was actually looking up some of his stats over his last three games versus Colorado, Tampa Bay, and Buffalo. Now, again, small sample size. Over the course of the year, he's still underneath like a point. Uh, like a 90% save percentage, which is not great, but he is improving. 
Last three games, 0.936 save percentage. He's given up six goals. So he's averaging giving up two goals per game. Yeah. And that's seeing 91 shots on net. So that's really fucking good. Now, it again, it's a small sample size. If you want to go a game beyond that against the Edmonton game, where I think it was three goals on five shots and his save percentage is like a 400, like those are like these weird anomalies that kind of stick out. They're not indicative of an entire season. But with that being said, if you're averaging only giving up two goals per game with a team that scores as much as the Kraken, you would think you'd be getting a lot more wins, but he's not. And also, judging a goalie based off of wins and losses makes no sense whatsoever. It's the same thing to, like I said, with baseball and Felix Hernandez. No one wa- no one who watches baseball and actually cares about the sport looks at a pitcher and uses their wins and losses either for or against them in any kind of debate because they know it's a moot point. Uh, I think that's that's... That's great statistics. Thank you. I think that points to the argument is like, Lee, let's not argue about goalies. Yes. Because hockey is such a, it's such a, it's a good vibes game, bad yes. vibes game. You can't judge a team by an entire season because they can literally have a, a bad month, a, a good month, a bad week, a good week, a good stretch, a bad, that sort of like, as we saw, is it's a very streaky sport and it's all yeah. about vibes and how's the team feeling. hundred percent. And for sure with goaltending, goaltending is such a mental game. Yes. I mean, you're literally on an Island for by yourself for half the game. Yeah. Right. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like it's mentally, that's why goalies are, are weird people, you know, just in general, they're weird. Uh, uh, but you know. I agree. I agree. By the way, um, and I'm, I'm going back to the average of the past three games and again, small sample size. But if you were to look at that and you compare it to like the rest of the league and where goalies are at right now that would put him second in the nhl like second overall right in front of jake ottinger and behind uh only boston's old mark who has a 0.938 on the season which is insanity it's a reason why they're like like really close to 40 wins already which is crazy um but i did notice something and i wanted to talk about this because i think this is important so i was watching i'm watching the game and I think other people are starting to notice this as well, where it seems like there's a disproportionate amount of rebounds that he gives up. And it's kind of been, I don't know if it's really a a talking point that I've seen a lot of, but I do see what I perceive to be a lot of rebounds. And maybe it's just like his style of goaltending or whatever. So I actually looked it up and there's a stat called rebounds per se, which I did not know existed. So (laughs) no, but hear me out because this is a really, this is a real thing. So there's a stat you can look up for goalies and it's called rebounds per save. And you also have like your expected, right? So you're going to you're gonna expect to give up this many rebounds. And here's the actual number of rebounds that you give up. I won't bore you to death, but what I will say is that his rebounds per save is 0.073. His expected is 0.043. His rebounds per save is really high. For To, to do a comparison, Martin Jones. So again, Groupie's at 0.073. Jones is at 0.47. And then I looked up every single goalie across the league. There are only five goalies across the entire league that are worse than Philip Grubauer when it comes to rebounds per save, which is a a stat just letting us know that when it comes to giving up rebounds, he's one, he's a bottom six goalie in the league. And that for me is an issue. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, talking shit on Gruby. I'm just throwing stats out there when it comes to rebounds. He's not good, and it is an area where he can improve. So to the people who argue the goaltending support and lack thereof for Philip Grubauer, yeah. they may have a point because it's either one of two things. Either Gruby is 
really bad mm-hmm. in that second save, right? The rebound save. Yeah, the rebound, yeah. Or he's not getting the defensive support. Uh, also agree. And he's just he's he's ha- he's he's facing more breakdowns in defense than but or so anyway, okay, now now I don't know what to think here. No, but here's but here's the thing, right? So like you can you can take those stats and then you can think about them. Now let's just go like let's just think about us watching the games in general. The feel, right? The vibes that we get when we watch Martin Jones in net with the Kraken versus Philip Grubauer. And again, this isn't me comparing Jones and Phil. I'm just giving a, a, a comparison so we can talk about this here. The the vibes are when you watch the team that they appear to be more comfortable playing in front of Jones. Maybe it's just his style of play makes them more comfortable. Ergo, better. I don't know. Like I don't. I don't have an answer. All I know is that a lot of times when you're watching him in net, when he's really feeling it, you feel more confident. As a fan, you feel more confident. The team appears to be more confident um, when it comes to, and again, this is only one stat that I looked up, but his rebounds per save is really damn good. He's one of the best goalies in the league when it comes to that. So he's eliminating chances for the opponent to you know put the puck on net as a result. I'm just saying... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm looking at these these statistics, and and again, Gruby's also getting hot. Like if you if you look at his stats over the past couple of games, he's been one of the best goalies in the league. You can't look at wins and losses and determine, you know, based off of that if he's having a good season or not. You can kind of zoom out. If you were to zoom out, you would look at his stats and be like, not the best. But I think he is playing really damn good lately. And if he gets some more goal support, I think he'll be where we want him to be. Clip this part right here because. That was a moment. I think that was a moment right there. I think. Well, I appreciate that. I just blacked out like Will Ferrell in old school where he gave that speech. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was phenomenal because I thought this was just going to be, you know, an emotionally fun rant. No, uh, no. About people, uh, you know, arguing about goaltending. Yeah. And you just blasted in with all these awesome stats and you yeah. turned it more into a philosophical discussion of goal, like a well thought out discussion of goaltending for the Seattle Kraken yeah. and what's going on. So now I don't have an answer. I'm dumbfounded. I'm confused. I don't have I'm an think- answer, and I think I understand it I'm- more. I still don't have an answer. Give him more goal support. And while you're doing that, Groovy, let's work on your rebounds. Wow. Can, we, can we have both? Boom, done. Problem solved. Look at that, man. We sh- seriously, put us... Okay, now we're like... Now we should be up to at least 40 listeners because we're somewhere. We're climbing the ranks. I think I'm for, maybe 41. I don't want to push our... And listen, if all 41 people buy our merch, we're looking at at least $200 in profit. Or sorry, that's at least 20 swipes. MVP of the podcast. Right. He's coming right. up with stats. He's selling merch. Yeah. <laughs> Joey Cirillo, everybody. That was no, that actually was great. That was great. Some good thinking material for thinking about goalie. Well, we're going into a week that's... Uh, and, and, and we're in the Pacific Division. So the Pacific... I've heard on other podcasts, I've heard nationally, because they're all based in the East Coast. I'm getting pissed, by the way, uh-huh. about how the West Coast is like. Oh, the Western Conference is not as good as the Eastern Conference. Blah, 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 blah. Really? And the, yes. Look you, at our look at our road trip. The bro. Pacific Division is really good, and there's yeah. five teams in the mix. Yeah. Uh, who could be in the playoffs as opposed to the Central? Well, the East is just looking at Boston being yeah, like, you can't touch Toronto. us. Well, that's one that's team. Like we're we're fucking loaded over here. So anyway, we're you know we're in a good stretch right now, and there's there's vibes all around these upcoming games. We've got Vancouver, which should be tomorrow. Again, this is hopefully out on Tuesday. Yes. Um, Wednesday versus Vancouver. We'll talk about that. Then Calgary and Columbus. Yes. Both have vibes about them and we'll discuss. But we got to start with the Vancouver Canucks um, and Boost Boudreaux being gone. And we say that because uh, yesterday, <laughs> Monday, a clip went viral from Washington, D.C., a news report from Washington, D.C., where, look, my wife was a news anchor. I was on the radio for a long time and we have butchered names like crazy 
on this podcast mm-hmm. terribly. Yeah. But there was just too many unforgivables in this uh, clip, which we tweeted. It was Bruce Bruce Bodreau got fired. The Vancouver Canucks. Also, Rick Tockett <laughs> is now hired, but it was Rick uh, Tockett. I is asked cool. you if it was Tockett before. I'll, I'll call myself out. One hand up. Because Ooh. I... I'm still new to the game, man. I can look at stats and watch every game as much as I want, but I'm still getting accustomed to the the names of the players and well, the coaches. And everything. there's national podcasts which will go unnamed, yes. right? National podcasts that still say Ely instead of Ellie. Oh, hey, whatever. If they're giving Golvin in some love, then I'm happy. Exactly. So anyway, the Canucks. Let's talk about the Canucks. Wednesday versus Vancouver, and I'm, I'm, I'm forgive me for not knowing this, but is this in Climate Pledge? It is. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're on a little bit of a, a home stretch here, which is, I don't know if it's good or bad, because for some reason on the road, we are fantastic. I, by, by the way, I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm predicting the Kraken are going to win this game, but it is, it is so fitting. This is Kraken shit, which we haven't brought back Kraken shit in a in Are you a going bit reverse now. Kraken shit? No. It's, reverse it's, vibes? It's Kraken shit for us to be facing Vancouver the very first game for their new head coach. I'm like, of course this is the game that he is going to make his head coaching debut because I think it's going to give Vancouver some extra juice going into 100%. Seattle. I'm still predicting Seattle's going to win this game. They're 18-25-3. and three. They're six in the Pacific. Uh, what happened to Bruce... Sucks. I was going to ask you just to give me some context around that because I think for me, and I'm not going to generalize every newer hockey fan to be on the same level as me as far as I'm an idiot, but when I... I, I see the love for him and I get it because he is he is a guy that without knowing much about him, he's just so lovable and I would like fucking die for, for Bruce. Also, I love the Bruce where it is. I love it. I know I shouldn't. I see it like being chanted in Rogers Arena, and I'm like, ah, I'm kind of a fan of this. But I don't really have any context behind it, aside from that he's been in the sport of hockey for over 50 years. Why is he so beloved? Explain it to me like I'm five, which I am mentally. I'm going to say we're going to lose, Okay, which is rare for me. Yeah, what the fuck? If I was a betting man wow. against my... I, and I never bet against the Seattle Kraken. It's, I can't... I won't do it. Yeah, I know. That's and why I you're... pick another good, team. Good vibes only. But I... I'm, so I'm, 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 I don't know if I'm going to bet against this game on this game because I don't think we're going to win. And, and there's a million different things going on. And here's why. So Bruce Boudreau came in for the... Vancouver Canucks have, have been shitty for a while. Yes. They're a Canadian team. So mm-hmm. in a, Can- a Canadian team, there's six of them. It's, it's literally... L- Life or death. Yes. If you are in Vancouver, that's the only yeah. thing that matters. In fact, every time they lose, they go out to the town square and they sacrifice a fan. They, yeah, they yeah. kill somebody. So, so don't, really, don't YouTube that. It's Canadian thing. Yeah, it's tradition. I don't know. It's tradition. It's tradition. Yeah, you fucked by the Canuck. That's what it's called. Yeah. Um, that's what happens. <laughs> so that's what happens. So anyway, the Canucks, I've actually, I'm actually, I have always liked the Vancouver Canucks. Uh-huh. I've always been a fan of them since they went on their uh, run against the Rangers in yeah. 1994 and they lost. I was going to say, we need to say something nice about Vancouver pa- Canucks right now. Pavel Bure. I mean, I actually, I love the Canucks. And one thing that is, oh yeah, this is another, This is, we're not, we're not going to win this game. We're not going to win this game. I, I'm disagreeing with you. We're not going to win this game because not only, and I'm going to go over this, but not only, we have another thing. I've got to write this down in my notes because I'm going to get to this last. The number one reason why we're going to lose, and I'll save that for after this analysis. No, take your note right now, and I will say something nice we're about. Screwed. We're uh, not going to win. I'm going to say something nice about the Vancouver Canucks uh, right now. Every time they do their like alternate jerseys, I think they're the best in the league. I think that they nail. You just stole my thunder. Wait, really? No yeah. way. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just stole my thunder, you son of a bitch. The number 
one reason we're going to lose is because they've gone all in on the old school skate logo. Oh, they have? Yeah, of which I have. Yeah, if you've looked on their, their social media branding, no. they have. No, I don't go school. on Vancouver's social media, Jeff. I'm busy with our fucking Detroit Bruce, Red Wings podcast. The Bodro drama. It's, screw the Red Wings. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Oh, what is. Oh, oh, okay. I had a dream about them the other night, by the way. Um, Apparently, it wasn't a good one. Oh, no. What did I do? What did <laughs> I do? This is after your 45 minute skincare Ooh. and hair routine. God darn it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. The skate logo is one of the top five best jerseys of all time. I own a Trevor Linden skate logo jersey. I've had it for 25 years. Uh-huh. It's amazing. I love it. So the fact that they've gone all in on this jersey, yeah. oh, that's bad for us. See, so I don't even know that. I just think they that their alternates are the best in the league, the and I'm giving them credit. And apparently I just stole your thunder, which 70s, is hilarious. That's the 70s can, Canuck, the Canuck skate. And it's yeah. the skate jersey, and it's the best. It's black. It's colorful. It's all. It's just badass jersey. Okay. So anyway, the context. The context on Bruce <laughs> Boudreau or Boudreau is this. Canucks have sucked for a long time. He came in last season, mid-season, to try and help out. I forgot who the coach was before. Bruce doesn't matter. Like Bruce, they brought him in. Us. They went on a little bit of a run. He's a like. He's a players' coach. Players like him. He's a good guy. He's 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 got a Stanley Cup winner with the Caps in 2018. Yeah, his vibes are always his peaking, vibes are always super high. So it's basically the Canucks have sucked this whole season. Lots of terrible things going on. Mismanagement. And he has been the, uh, what do you call that? He's been the... Uh, it's like when you put somebody out there to constantly take the arrows. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, what's that? What is it? Sacrificial lamb, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, like, like how they sacrifice a fan after every loss. They do that for him for every game. They trot him out there. And it, they just let him just take bullets. Yes. And the ownership and they just say anything. And they just watch from their boxes yeah. with like their arms crossed because their ownership and their management are completely fucking, they're, so, they're, they're awful. So he basically was a lame duck coach because the Canucks just started off bad. Obviously they're going to replace him. Yeah. But the, the, you know, it was, they had, they were going to replace him in the middle of the season and it became clearer and clearer and clearer was going to yeah. happen. And then there was rumors that Rick Tockett or Tokit was going to touch it, leave the national broadcasts on, um, uh, NHL and TNT. NHL and TNT. Yes. And and he was talking to Vancouver coaching. Well, there was no talk from management about it at all. Yeah. But every but day, everyone knew for weeks. Yeah, I knew, and I don't care. For weeks, they're asking Bruce Bodro in the in the press conferences. Hey, coach, how do you feel about the blah blah? Oh, and he and for weeks he's been saying, "I'm just happy to wake up and still be." He literally says these things. I'm just happy to wake up and still be the Canucks coach. Yeah. He's like literally forced to weather all this. The fans yeah. go crazy because he's so likable. And he's basically taking all the arrows for the management team. Yeah, again, they're trotting and him he out has there. To face, he has to face his own execution. So uh, I agree. That's what happened with Bruce Bodro is he was beaten up in uh, by the media. Although yes. the media likes him, people like him, the fans love him, and they're mad at management because number one, management has served up a really bad Canucks team for a long ass time, and. Bruce Boudreau has had to now take the the brunt of the storm. Yeah. So that's gone. So the only vibe that we have where we could win this game is there's still a bad taste in Canucks fans' mouths because of yeah. this. Have you, ever, have you ever eaten whale? It's not good. It's not good, especially orcas, <laughs> apex predator of the ocean. Right? They don't go easy. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. Very. If you fatty. watch blackfish. Yeah. Like you know what? How to use at least 17 spears to take down a baby? <sighs> so, oh, Unreal. Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we went dark. So anyway, 
so Rick Tockett is the new coach. He's he's a likable dude. He's he's outspoken. Uh, he's he's a hard ass, but I think he's a he's a players coach too. You've got the Canucks with this new new coach energy. They're on the road. Climate pledge is statistically not been great to us this season. It's 50-50 pretty much. Yeah. You know, even though like the culture around games at Climate Pledge has gotten huge and uh-huh. you as a Kraken fan have shown up to support them. Yeah. I just think that we're kind of screwed. I think we're going to lose this game. It just there's too much energy. The skate jersey, new coach. I disagree. I disagree. Let's do a friendly bet. What do you want to put on it? Seriously. We don't have a bunch of money. Let's do something fun. Okay. Um, we should do a friendly bet. I think the Kraken are going to win this game, and I can't wait to to prove you wrong. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm trying to think of a bet that we can do. Okay, so how about this? Is like a six pack of beer or a king cake or something. You're okay. We're gonna do the bet. We're gonna okay. shake on it right now. Yeah, shake on. My hands are sweaty. Uh, so yeah, your hands shake. are really sweaty. I know. Dude, I just, Why are you sweating? I'm a clammy bastard. <laughs> tell you what. I should I should I should be from the Pacific Northwest. I should be. <laughs> yeah, you got like the you got the vest on with the flannel. You're just sweating for no reason. You're growing the beard no, out, dude. I'm yeah. like I'm like just t- constantly hot, cold, hot, yeah. cold. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe my thyroid. I have no clue. You're rocking so, a canoe on your freaking shirt. Did you notice that? That's right, dude. I got the whale, the vineyard vines. Okay. Pretty cool like that. Um, all right. So how about this? Friendly bet. Let's if you name ma- it. if you made it this far in the podcast, maybe mm. you can help us think of something that's not monetary. Like yeah. maybe okay. So at Kraken Pod across social media. Yeah. So well, again, money is a construct, just like time. But let's let's throw money out of there. Let us know again. what which which should it be like? Maybe like I'm forced to go live on Twitter for an hour of my day. That's a long time. <laughs> I'll do it. I don't know. I mean, like, what should we do? I have no idea. I have no uh, idea. We'll figure it out. Okay. We'll so it out. okay. So friendly bet. So anyway, long story short, new coach for long. the Canucks. This is very long. And it's Rick Tockett, and I just think they're probably going to go on a run. It's all going to fall apart. Honestly, what they should be doing, what is crazy to me, is if any team should be tanking for Connor Bedard. Yeah. Who is well, a generational talent. Like Columbus, and yeah, there's a couple well, other no, teams. It's, it's Columbus. Chicago. It's Chicago. Which, fuck the that. Coyotes. I don't want Bedard to go to Chicago and get trapped in that, you know, dumpster fire of an organization well, it, you know if, if you're talking if you're talking conspiracy theory nhl to, you know top three city in the well, country yeah i mean for, so, if you look at huge just market, market yeah. huge market also by Gary the way Bettman loves that yeah well, yeah, well whatever uh, so, <laughs> but i have to say the ducks um, the yeah. ducks are the, statistically the worst team in the nhl right Dude, now see badar was zegris i want it the blue jackets and the canucks i'm yeah. sorry and the ducks are uh, 31 points lowest yeah. in the league by the way and i and and I'm giving love to talk it here because I think he is, you know, he obviously accepted the position. It sounds like it's for three years, a couple million a year, whatever. Um, I'm viewing his hiring as an independent thing. So I'm not going to put all the negativity in the way that the organization, uh, what they did to Bruce on him. Oh. Um, with that being said, that organization is still also a dumpster fire. But I did look at his record really quick as a head coach. Not the most impressive. 178, 260 as an NHL head coach. That was with uh, four seasons with the Coyotes and then two with the Tampa Bay Lightning. And he only made the playoffs once. That was during the COVID bubble year. Um, I'm really, so what was really interesting, there was a note that was made, I think it was a Bleacher Report article and I forgot, so shout out to them. It says that it really comes down to his experience when he was an assistant with the Pens, your favorite team. Um, because during that time when they were making their Stanley Cup runs, he got really close with Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin, who is the Canucks president and general manager, the two biggest pieces of shit, who are now um, the ones that obviously hired him to go to Vancouver. So there's a quick backstory into how like that whole relationship began. Here's all I give a shit about, Jeff. Put Bruce on the NHL and TNT. 
put put him on that broadcast. That's a good idea. I'm just saying, should like, totally do that. Like you know, they're losing talk. It bring over freaking Bruce. I want Bruce to be on NHL on TNT because I was I was got really sad when I was watching his you know presser where he was you know finally accepting the fact that like his days are over. But it was really sad because he said it's just crazy to think. I'm paraphrasing. It's just crazy to think that I've been in this sport for 50 for over 50 years now and you just never know when it's going to be over i don't want it to be over i need more bruce i think having bruce in the nhl is good for the game i think it's good for fans put him on the nhl on tnt broadcast and let talk it coach that shitty organization yeah uh, i think you're exactly i agree with you on that i will bet on that they should there's going to be some good interviews there i I don't want to shake hands on another bet with you no very like you know palms are sweaty knees weak arms are heavy with you i might barf uh the last maybe it's an eight mile thing maybe it's Detroit. (laughs) No, it has to do with like the weather in New Orleans versus like a dry cold. And also, too, my we're not recording outside. My family's just sweaty. Just my sweat, okay. sweaty. My dad had bologna slices under his arms all the time. What? Seriously, it's just since none of my family or friends listen to this podcast, by by my choice, I just detail things that I would never tell anybody else. So there okay. you go. So anyway, bologna you just share slices. That. Last last life hack: bologna Bruce, armpits. Bruce Boudreau. He was a player's coach, and he made the players happy for a little while. Now Rick Tockett is an X's and O's guy. He's going to come in. The Canucks have some talent that could be good. They should be better than they are. He's going to beat their ass a little bit. Also, too, Bo Horvat is definitely going to come. He's getting shipped. He's going to get shipped to the Kraken. Disagree. They're going to make it happen. Disagree. I think it's a great. it would be a great move for them. He is a, a grinder, a hard worker, a leader. He's a scorer. Yeah. He can do it on both ways. It's great. We want another center. Shane Wright's not going to be ready for a little while. So mm-hmm. bring him in. That's my thing. Disagree. The only way that happens is if... And I still, there's no Don't way. do some moves. There's the only way that happens is if they can find a way to sign him long-term. The Kraken are not going to jeopardize the future of their franchise with the guy who's going to be a short-term rental, no matter how good he is. I'm throwing that out there right now. And also what the Canucks, Canucks are asking for return for him. I think the Kraken are smart to stay away and let another team get bled out. Who, who has been playing? If there's anybody in the NHL, we've far exceeded expectations this year no, already, Jeff. Management-wise, no yeah. if think of GMs, uh-huh. Ronnie Francis, who's done. playing chess versus who's playing checkers. Ronnie Francis, Ronnie play, Francis is playing chess. Uh-huh. The Canucks are definitely they're playing Connect Four. They're so behind. they're so bad. Yeah. So who would fleece them? Well, yeah, it would be Ronnie, but they're also like. I don't know, man. The Canucks, Ronnie will come in. And be, hey, you guys want like two first? How about this? We'll give you. I mean, we're, we are a little bit drafted. How about this? We'll give you uh, Callie Yarncroke, who's not even on the team anymore. <laughs> Scored a sweet goal in Toronto the other night. Don't care. He so fucking he's sucks. Not, so, but like, <laughs> the guys, watch this. I'm going to trade a guy who's not on our team anymore to yeah. the Canucks and get Bo Horvat. Watch this. Watch this. He's going to make bets internally. It's going to happen. Anyway, he's going to go elsewhere. All and right. that, I'm fine with that. All right. So, all right, Canucks. I think it's a loss. Joey thinks it's a win. What do you think? At Kraken Pod, all across social media. Please let us know. That is Wednesday night. We still have two more games to talk about. Calgary and Columbus. Calgary Friday, Columbus on Saturday. Back to back. Both at Climate Pledge. Calgary and Columbus played last night. It was the showdown of Johnny Gaudreau returning to Calgary. Yeah. And he returned and... Calgary was not going to lose that game. They win in overtime 4-3. Yeah. But did Johnny Hockey get his goal? He did not. Oh, because you you said he is a lock, but Calgary is going to win. I Interesting. Did. I did put a parlay bet on Interesting. that. Interesting. I called Calgary winning the game, mm. which they did. 
I said uh, two goal scorers. I went with Johnny Gaudreau and Kadri. Kadri did score. Yeah, well, that's what he does. So I called that. Uh, but uh, we're, Calgary, we're Kadri stands over here. Here we are, Pacific Division battle, and Calgary is pretty damn good. 23-16 and 9, fifth in the Pacific. The only thing I will say about them is the last time we played them, December 28th, we lost 3-2. to We gave up that goal to Huberdeau, a.k.a. the worst contract in the league. I kind of disagree with that. Give him some time. Whatever. Uh, that goal was in the third period. That was the game that Gruby had 41 saves and took the loss. He stood on his damn head. It is the most saves he has ever had as a Seattle Kraken. Small sample size. I don't give a shit. I want the team to think about that last game and that loss. They should have won that game, and I want them to get revenge. I think Kraken take care of Calgary on Friday. Vibes prediction, much like the Oilers. You yeah. know, we won a couple of games in a row after they kind of handled us, you know, and we ha- and then we lost. Same kind of thing. I think we come back, we win. Yeah. How about this? In the Pacific Division right now, between the Knights, us, the Kings, the Oilers, the Flames, five points separates all five of those teams. Yeah, and somehow we're like two games behind everybody, which it feels like, I don't know, whatever. Games played, which make, is great. Yeah, games played. No, that's a great thing. It gives us some you know time to make up some points here. The Flames are on a... So the, that's going to be a tough game. I think we beat the Flames at home, and then Columbus, who suck... We should manhandle them. They're, they're a shit team. If they are motivated, which who knows with Johnny Gaudreau What's is their motivated. What's their motivation? Patrick Their motivation Line- is Bedard. Patrick Line is awesome. Okay. They've got some solid goaltending. Johnny Gaudreau, depends on what he is. He, does he feel like playing? He's so happy being just anonymous in Columbus. They're, uh, yeah, I mean, with not his, only that. Great. With the, his family, he's like loving life. On the, he's just enjoying life, which is good for him. Yeah, he's enjoying life. He looks like a, a true Ohioan. He's like rocking beanies all the time. He's growing his facial hair out. He's like not even trimming it. I saw it. that, but also yeah. too, I would say. He looks say, like a dude who goes to like Buckeyes games on a Saturday and just hangs out on the sideline. On Twitter, Maya, who's here in New Orleans, she did make a point. He's got a baby, a new baby. Yeah. So he's, dude, I, Hit, dad if anybody energy. understands the yeah. under eye, like yeah. sunken eyeballs. He needs to get on your night routine, on your skincare and your hair regimen. Like what was the name of the, what was the name of the, the captain from Goonies the, that they, uh, oh, I don't remember. you don't remember that? I, I know what you're saying. You know, yeah. like the, bo- like sunken boat eyes. <laughs> Johnny Gaudreau has that. Because well, he's, he's got dad energy. He's got, he's, he kind of does. I don't know. But dude, anyway. They're, so they're 14, 30, and three. They're eighth in the Metro. And they, they've been injured the entire course of this season. The only good thing that's happened to them is signing Johnny Hockey. What I thought was really interesting was I was on a couple of sites just being like, what is going on with Columbus this year? They are so bad. They're actively shopping around Gustav Nyquist, who is their right winger. He's on a four-year, $22 million deal right now. He's 33 years old. Uh, Last season, he had 18 goals and 53 points. Every year that he has played in the NHL for a full season, he has scored at least uh, 42 points over those years. Uh, he's a very good hockey player, and it's at a point now where Columbus uh, has openly said that they are trying to shop him around uh, because that's how bad their team is right now. So that's the, that's the only note I have on them. It's a back-to-back. That's a tr- I'm scared of that game. I'm scared of these next three games. I I'm really, not. I, I'm I, not at all. They should, the, but it's back-to-back. You're going to play your ass off versus Calgary. It's going to be a tough game. Then Columbus comes in, uh-huh. and they're going to be like, the, I just, I don't know. They're bad, and we're good. And this, the, the, these are the games, like, you want to talk about defining a season? Crack, let's like let's break it down in like the most simplest terms. Kraken good team, Columbus bad team, good teams beat bad teams. Win this fucking game. I, I'm with you. I'm All with right. you. All right. I'm. I also want to. I want to see. Nobody's afraid to come to Climate Pledge because we don't. It's like 50-50. No, I know. I we have to. We have to figure that Home out. Home stand, which has been rare to say this year. We need to win these games. I'm good vibes. I want the Kraken win every are game. Are you good vibes? Because you're telling me the Canucks are going to win. So I feel like you're bad vibes right now. 
Dude, whatever the bet's going to be, I will honor it because I really don't. I mean, I'm not going to lose. You're going to have to honor it because the Canucks are going to lose, and we haven't beat them yet, so that's going to finally cross that's the Canucks the off thing. the list. We're going to. There's no way. We're just not. It's just like too, for some for some reason. But I can twist that into a good thing for Seattle. You're taking the jersey thing and being like, that's the Canucks thing they have going on. Plus, Talkit is first game as head coach. I'm taking the fact that we've never beaten them, and we can use that as chalkboard material. Are you going math with me? Like negative times a negative equals yeah, a positive. Equals a positive. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. So two like, wrongs don't make a right. No, that's not a little arithmetic. That could actually be good merch. Two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, and then have Shane Wright. How about dinner plates? I like that. No, you don't. We can make that's a terrible <laughs> idea. We can do uh, like Chinaware, but with Kraken players on it. Yeah, I guarantee you, no one would buy that. Let's get nobody. Well, would actually, buy they it. should because it would only cost them one swipe. Can we? Let's come up with one piece of merch. Yeah. Uh, that's just and, for us. <laughs> no, and like put like a crazy price tag on it and make yeah. it so bad. Yeah. Oh, that's a great like, idea. Like a we sell, lamp. Yeah, we sell one and it's like a thousand dollars. Like Vince Dunn's face on it and it's a thousand dollars. I'm going to go. Oh my God. Because <laughs> we have to, because we're, we're building the infrastructure to sell stuff on our site, right? Yes. yes. Our website, which was. Yeah. So I'm going to go create a product. Like I'm going to go make something. Just do one knock, one random. I'm going to make it look cool. Like I'll yeah. make a wood thing, screw some stuff together and then paint it gold. Yeah. And then yeah. try to sell that for like $500. Not even with our merch partner. And if it's somebody just buys you physically it, making something. Make something. If somebody yeah. buys it, we'll donate it all to charity. Yeah. That's cool. Or like we can do like a puck giveaway, but the giveaway is just you holding, uh, it's like a picture of you holding a puck that you own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I'll shoot. And then we sell that photo. That's good. <laughs> we have to have something. Memorabilia like, is you holding memorabilia you own. Oh, we built. So we're building a brand. We're building value. So like yeah. we should be like, let's sell something obnoxiously like hype, like a thousand dollars. All we need is one customer. That's you know what I'm saying. Would you rather why sell? Try to, why try to get 41 listeners? We can just get one person to buy our Vince Dunn lamp. Would you rather? I'm going to make a Vince Dunn lamp. There That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. A Undertaker lamp. Would yeah. you rather? Would you rather? Work Honey, your ass go off to bed. Turn off the Undertaker. Selling a thousand one dollar products or one one thousand dollar product. I want the one one thousand. Whatever is easiest. I'm lazy. Welcome to the Kraken Pod Sales Podcast. <laughs> we provide sales tips By the and way, motivation. This is how we brainstorm our merchandise. So prepare yourself for when right. it comes out. Last thing, <laughs> we obviously don't live in Seattle, so we get we get. Thank God you actually listen to this podcast. We're in New Orleans. We could not go to the Kraken Showcase, the Skills Showcase, which everybody did over the weekend on on Sunday, which was super cool to see. Very cool. We I watched it through Twitter, which was fantastic my highlight of that Nick, two two Nicky things o. uh nikki o skating yes. and warming up the the radar i think he had like a 94 mile an hour slapper he's like 94 95 yeah dude's right he's a man rocky rocket. he's got and he's got a rocket and then um also too uh we had was it jt brown skates uh his, his it was the jt brown skates yeah. his skates uh dedicated to um willie uh willie green Yes. Or Willie O'Ree. Willie O'Ree, who's yes. the first black player in NHL history. Yeah. Right? Very cool. Right? Very, very cool. And that was pretty cool. Uh, the other highlight was during uh, Turbo's on-ice interview, uh-huh. uh, an injured Berkey was uh, uh, hitting him in the back of the head, like trying to lift his hat with a stick, which yes. is pretty cool. Big fan of big fan of shenanigans. Number one highlight, number one highlight was the... Geeky rocking like 104 point whatever miles an hour. 104.3, which in like the Also, actual, where is that in game, Geeky? Can well, we get more of that while you're actually... They will say like in, they will say in game actually the uh, shots go faster because of like things moving right. faster. Two hundred miles an hour. Two hundred miles an hour is <laughs> not uncommon if you're new to hockey. Three hundred sometimes. Like you um, think NASCAR is fast? Watch a hockey game. Shoot, it's crazy. But uh, 104.3. Like the guys who are winning the 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 NHL All Star hardest shot. That's where they're at. 
Yeah. It's about that. that so he's got, he, I didn't realize he's got some, some, this is fast guys who get the speed going. Which well, but uh, there's speed and there's accuracy. You see Spronger won the accuracy. Oh, I didn't see that. Not surprised by that. But you know why? Because they weren't doing a fucking shootout. Oh. I'm sorry. See, just shoot the I puck, had guys. To. I had to. Just shoot the puck. I guarantee. Okay. Next time play the next time the Kraken go to a shootout. Yeah. What is your, are you taking, like I said, like over We'll under. just yell at the TV. Just shoot the puck because that's how players respond. My prediction is going to be speed and one move and shot. And it's not going to be the dipsy. I want less dangle, more shooting. That's what I want. Less just, dangle, just more angle. Yeah, there you go. Or something. I don't it's know. It's the angle of the... No, that's a sex reference. Okay. Yeah. All right. All so, right. watched a lot of football on Sunday. There was no cracking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did throw some bets using the DraftKings Sports app, uh, Sportsbook app on the uh, Bengals, which was awesome. Was, uh, here, Actually, uh, here's what was happening is this past weekend was crazy busy. Uh, we had a uh, three kids' birthday parties. Jesus. The, fir- the second one on Sunday that you we went to. You know three kids are not your own? Uh, we have a lot. Dude, we're rolling in the ki- We're like deep. We're okay. in deep kids' zone fucking parties. fucking bounce house. By the way, did you ever repair the, the hole in the bounce house? Uh, I do have. I bought a, uh, the stuff to repair it. Okay, so, so you I should do it today. I so haven't. you haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> weather's been shitty. It hasn't been. But I, need, I should do it today. I should do it today. I just got to set it and let it. Anyway, so okay. uh, we were there, and there was a bar uh, at this uh, place, the 19th hole was called and uh it's one of those like golf simulator places where kids can play games so like it was mayhem 50 kids parents big bar so i'm with my friend and we make bets all the time and he was we're talking about part of your group chat he is part of my hockey group chat yeah alex is his name and uh we're degenerate gamblers with like small amounts of money right yes um and i was talking about some hockey bets and then he was like you know i'm feeling here's the bet that i'm thinking jamar chase Bengals. And then there was another uh, another bet there. Like, oh yeah, why don't you keep going more chalk? And Alex? I was like, I had a bloody mare, and I was like, dude, <laughs> let's go, let's do it. So we made that bet together, yeah. and uh, that's where I made uh, thirty bucks on a ten dollar January. Bet. I like the bloody mary that you had. It's getting damper. Yeah. Um, but I bring all that up to say is there's four teams left, two conference championship games this weekend, and I'm telling you, you can win big on the playoffs with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL. The countdown to Super Bowl 57 is on. New customers bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. It, it, it sounds too good to be true. It act, that's legit. I am still riding off my $200 in free bets, which I won by betting on the Seattle Kraken as a new customer, which is awesome. If you're not a new customer, you can feel the conference championship. Seven thrills with stepped-up game parlays, okay? So you can feel the conference championship thrills with stepped-up same-game parlays. Take your shot at an even bigger NFL payout. Boost your winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. They have some really cool incentives with all these same-game parlays. It's pretty awesome. So here's what you got to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the conference championships. Get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The Hockey Podcast Network, which we are a proud part of. Code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So do it up and go Bengals. They're going to beat KC. It's going to happen again. Yeah, I got my... I'm taking Bengals and Eagles. Yeah. they. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow has never lost to... Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. He has not. Also, I just feel like they're they're playing on another, on another level. And then if you want to break it down even more so than that, uh, 
Mahomes' ankle is not good. Nope. And uh, and nobody respects the Bengals. Yeah, no disrespect. And also, for some reason, very underrated. But we needed to give uh, props to the defensive coordinator for the Bengals because that team is playing lights out right now. Their secondary is legit. And that's without a uh, Cheeto Awuzie as one of their uh, as their number one corner. Good job. Yeah, he yeah he went to Colorado. Go bust, baby. Um. So yeah. Anyways, that's with Awuzie injured. Like they they've been so good. Minus Eli Apple because he fucking sucks. By the way, uh, maybe you sh- you can come hang with me. I'm actually gonna go. Uh, my buddy who does the he's the SBN radio guy. This is uh, like when you invite me to the van, but then the van gets full, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you come hang out with us. He's coming to town to cover uh UC versus Cincinnati versus uh, Tulane. That's oh, cool. Cool. So, I would love to. I never. I still haven't gone to a Tulane football or basketball. Well, we're game. not going. I'm not doing that shit. No, oh, we're okay. gonna, we're just going to go to dinner somewhere. Oh, and hang out, okay. Get some <laughs> gotcha. drinks. So gotcha, 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 gotcha. It'll yeah. be February, so dry January will be over. Gotcha. Well, good. Yeah, because I'm I'm itching for a beer. Actually, you know what? Honestly, I don't really miss it. I'm not going to lie. I've been doing pretty good. I don't really miss it too much. When you're not in it, you don't miss it. It's I don't weird. miss it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that in our three stars of the week. But no dumb questions. This is something on the show where, look, we're idiots. Don't ever be afraid to ask us a question. If you don't know everything about hockey, that's okay. Other podcasts expect you to know everything about hockey if you listen to them we do not so if you're still new to the game and still learning well guess what ask a question to us we'll get it answered for you never fear it's called no dumb questions excuse me i'd like to ask you a few questions so joey what is this week's no dumb question this one comes from amanda sermon who's like a uber uh member of the kraken pod fan because she's always she's great she's very Positive. supportive i think that amanda's definitely going to buy uh, some merchandise for one swipe. I'm very excited no for pressure. that. No pressure. You know, you want to support us, Amanda? Prove it. I'm just kidding. Kind of. If you um, want my kids to eat, Amanda. Yeah. You want us to come to Climate Pledge? Help no, us out. No, no, no. Fuck. Children. Oh, sorry. Uh, children. We should do like a like a, a video, like a fake commercial, <laughs> where it's you and I looking sad doing a podcast with Sarah McLaughlin music. <laughs> and, oh, then, and then at the very end, it's just like your kids... Like holding out their hands for like food. Sell one high priced product. Yes. And also make leverage your children. High priced. Okay, cool. For merchandise sales. We can't just announce we have merch for sale. We've got to make some. Put some water on their face to make it look like they're crying. And then just Uh, pan in slow. uh Buy our merch if you want my kids to eat. Yes. Okay. And I'll I'll uh I'll take a picture of my cat Theo so I can hit the pet note. And be like, do you want Theo Call to have some food? Child Protective Services and tell them this is a joke <laughs> ahead of time. Cool. Okay, good. All right, so here we go. The question from her is, what constitutes a goalie interference penalty? So it's actually Rule 69 nice, <laughs> in the NHL rule book. And the definition is, goalie interference in hockey is a penalty is a penalty that is called when an opposing player initiates contact with the goalie, and this is the important part, whether intentional or unintentional, and therefore impairs the goalie's ability to move freely. I believe this question was asked when, uh, was it the game against Colorado? But Yanni Gord was skating in front of the goalie and made the unintentional contact, I think with his head, like with his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And if it impedes the goalie's ability to move, whether that's in, this is another part that's important, it doesn't matter if the goalie is in or outside of the crease. If an opposing player, an attacker, impedes their movement, they're going to get called for a penalty. Uh, the majority of the time, a two-minute uh, minor will be called, but the referees also have the ability to call a five-minute major depending on the severity of the situation. So basically, um, the NHL has just made it to where goalies 
are allowed to move freely in order to do their job. And if an attacking player impedes that intentional or unintentional goalie interference will be called. Hmm. It's, it's a, it's, it is still, it's one of those rules where it's no, there's no, there's no black and white. It's a little gray. Yeah. It's, it's very subjective. Mm -hmm. Because if you go on YouTube, I actually, this, I'm so lame. I, before you got, came over here today, I was watching, I just typed in uh, goalie interference, NHL, and I was just watching highlights of goalies getting interfered on and then what the calls were. And I was trying to guess what the calls would be. I have no life is what I'm trying to no, admit. It's, yeah. no, I spend I've replaced t- drinking with watching interference calls. I spend absolutely too much time with hockey. Yeah, I should. I need to spend less time with Aki. Me too. I get it uh, because there's much more <laughs> stuff that I should get done in my personal and professional life. But uh, I just love hockey so much. So yes. that's that's really good. It's it, it's a it's a good to know the rules. But again, like you said, it's subjective. Like things happen, and then there's uproar over things. And are things goalie interference that can really affect games? The 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 one of the most famous incidents I can think of, which is more, and this rule's changed too. Yes, is the Stanley Cup winning goal for the Dallas Stars in mm-hmm. like 1999. Okay, uh, where Brett Hull had his foot in the crease. So there was there there for a long time they had really militant rules about being in the crease when goals were scored. Okay, and uh, they scored the Stanley Cup winning goal with his foot in the crease, which they had upheld all season long. But was it touching the goalie? Was it in the way of anything? No, his foot was just in the crease. Foot was in the crease, so it should have counted. It did count, and they okay. won. The, the Stars won the Stanley Cup, but the Buffalo Sabres fans to this day, it was against Dominic Hasek, one of the best goaltenders of all time. Oh, so they're livid. They're like, this is bullshit. Uh-huh. Like, should, it should Not have been time a time to bring it up after the Bills lost to the Bengals, so like Buffalo's hurting, so don't bring that up. Well, then I don't know. Don't be a Buffalo anything. I don't know what to tell you. Sabres like right now, every day there, it's like 10 feet of snow. Like you chose that life. That is true. Yeah. You chose the sporting life, all that sort of good stuff. So no, but, but real talk, though, I don't understand. Like, based off of your description and not watching the replay of that, it sounds like it was not goalie interference, right? Trying to be an objective person looking no. at the rules. They've like, chilled out on this, but there used to be very militant rules about no being crease at all in the crease during a goal. Yes. So, how the hell were players setting screens? Just you got to look it up. Okay. You just got to look it up. That's and interesting. I, that's my way of saying, I don't know. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. No, but that, that's just interesting because that would change the entire dynamics of how NHL teams are running their defensive schemes, would it not? I will look at it. Yeah. Which I probably won't. No, you won't. And I will get back <laughs> to you on that. I will watch it. I'll look into it as soon as you leave. And then you might text me about it three days from now. Let's I'm see. like, oh yeah, Jeff, I've already researched. YouTube controversy over, let's see. Con- um, this is stars, great. Great podcasting material. Uh, skate increase uh-huh. controversy. Increase, by the way, it's not I-N-C-R-E-A-S-E. It's I-N space and then crease. Uh, here, ninth, there's a video. 1999 Stanley Cup Brett Hull goal explanation. Okay. So I'm going to send gonna, this link. Yeah, please. Thank you. I'm going to send it to you. Oh, okay. You You're go. playing it. I know. I'm saying I, I, okay. it goes straight to ads. It's YouTube. Okay. okay? Well, so that's I'm a free ad. It. Whoever that is, they the don't get, notes, you don't get free ads on this podcast. In the game notes. Get out of here with that bullshit. Yeah. Okay. All let's right. get into let's get into our three stars. Three stars is where what's relevant to us in our personal lives, things we're into, we rank them in three stars. I think last week I went first, I believe, or did I you? I don't even know anymore. You went first last week, I think. You go first. All right. My third star of the week is Pokemon. Nice. Pokemon. Pokemon. Or Pokemon. 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 It's like a Pokeball. Pokeball. Pokey. But I love Pokeballs. I should change it to that. They're delicious. They are delicious. Pokemon. My son has gotten into Pokemon. Nice. And he doesn't know how to play. 
He doesn't even know about Red or Blue or the Game Boy or anything. He his, has so much to learn. Nope. His friends are collecting them, and they're trading cards, and I'm getting Fuck into yeah. it because I'm so afraid. Like, I haven't collected sports cards in a long time, mm-hmm. but I get so afraid that he's getting fleeced out of millions of dollars, Yeah, that's not true. He would give me, like, a $14,000 Charizard to some kid yeah. with, like, you know, bubble gum on his they hands. They all have the same cards. They all started with the same $20 pack you can buy at Walmart. Yeah. So there really is no awesome cards. But he's coming home with crazy-ass cards that are, like, gold and stuff, and it's like, where are you finding these... Where are you getting these cards? I've never seen this before. I'm just trading, dude. And I've told, like, he started off, like, I bought him this this one set that was featuring uh, Pikachu. So he got a Pikachu card. And obviously, okay. that's the only Pokemon I know. I'm like, this must be really good. Well, I just gave you one right there. I gave you Charizard. Charizard, I've learned, is cool. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, I know Charizard, and that's about it. Charizard. Blimpy is one, I think. Charizard, not Char. Like a, not like a Shard, like a Chard. Well, I have a Charlotte. Okay. Daughter. Okay. So Charizard. It's like Charlizard. It's like sharding your pants. Chart. Mm. Mm. Chart. Charizard. So long story short is I uh, uh, Ford came home and he said, I traded all my cards for these four cards. And this was yesterday. I was like, what? All of them and for one, four. And one of his best friends, they play Pokemon all the time. And he's uh-huh. he's a good kid. This is his friend. And he lives down the street. So he's outside. I was like, hey, Cole, did you, what did happen? How many cards did you trade? He's like, I don't know. And I found out it was, Ford was just saying that he really traded like five cards for five cards. And my wife was like, and justly so. He's like, you got to chill out. Stay out of it. Yeah. Stay out of the Pokemon stuff. I'm like, yeah. he's making sure that he's not fleecing anybody or making. Or no, making you want trades. him. If he is fleecing some some people, no. you play ignorant. Like, no. oh, I didn't know. They he's just. Banned, second grade banned. He can't be arrested right now. He's still of the age where he can do whatever he wants and not get in trouble. Yeah, but he can, he can murder a kid for Pokemon cards right Whoa. now, Whoa. and he would still be sent home and put in timeout. Wow. Okay. That's just the laws of the land. So I got to chill on Pokemon because I act like I know things about it, and then I'm getting upset over it when I'm okay. really like, who? Whatever. Okay, okay, who cares? So I'm trying to chill on Pokemon. Anyway, that's my okay. third star. Pokemon. Nice. I have started I have started to look up how do you what's the best way to like, you know, Beckett Sports was always the go-to for hot, for baseball I always had cars. like the old school, the actual magazines. I don't know how people that's what probably, I did. Yeah. Honestly, you just google it cuz every card will have like a number so you can be like, you know, Charizard number 1738 and then you pull it up and be like what are people selling it for and you can get an idea I need to know the what, internet use the internet Jeff kind of like uh, what's the auction house that is, is famously worldwide known what's the auction house is like Sotheby's eBay or, no yeah sure <laughs> what is I need one source for valuing Pokemon cards uh-huh. that I can trust because there's a million Google of them. Pokemon cards there's a million things I don't one will say this card could be worth four dollars up to seventeen thousand dollars like you, that's a terrible range you start really high and just hope do we have a seventeen thousand dollar card yeah can i buy a car with this card i need to know so anyway if you yeah. know pokemon let me know what's a trusted source for pricing these if you get rich off pokemon cars don't tell anybody because we're trying to sell merch over here They're not going to do it if we're rolling in cash that's not how this works come on okay i'm Anyways. trying to uh, expand my income sources and have multiple i like things. that you're diversifying via your kids pokemon cars it's a solid plan for a man in his forest. all right so i'm trying to chill <laughs> now i'm getting fired up again about pokemon what's your third star uh, my third star is the Banshees of Inertiarin. So it's the Col- it's the Colin Farrell movie. It's now on HBO. I didn't hear about it until you like love HBO. I, I'm dude. I told you I'm an HBO stan. I will ride or die. Like Bruce and HBO Max. Like those are the two things I will ride or die for. So anyway, Bodro or Springsteen. Uh, well, both. Okay. Good. Yeah, but okay. number one's Bodro. Okay, good. Um, but anyways. Uh, so it's award season now for movies and all that shit, which honestly I don't, I don't really care about, but this started to get a lot of, uh, a lot of track and I was like, let me check it out. So I watched it one night before I went to sleep. It's different, but I really enjoyed the movie. So if you ever get a chance, not for kids, like if you and your wife, you know, have a couple glasses of wine during damp January and you want to watch something new. 
the banshees of a nursery. Is it a love story? No. Not going to watch it together. Yeah, what is it yeah, about? Yeah, I'm alone at night with my cat, sober, watching a fucking love movie with Colin Farrell. Is it war related? Not going to lie, it sounds awesome. Is there? Is this something like kind of... Is it? This no, re- it takes place in... I would predict that this is some sort of secret service thing no. where a bunch of people were killed by Colin wow, Farrell. that's not it at all. He slits throats. Pretty sure you used to describe SWAT. Um... No, it's a. Uh, I don't remember when it takes place, but but it is in Ireland. Inurserin is a fictional place, um, and during this time, they're like an, on an island off the mainland, and on the mainland is the war that's going on. The this civil, is sci-fi. The civil war. It's sci-fi. It's like swords and stuff. Yeah, or it's guns? aliens. It's aliens and guns. Is it aliens? No. Oh no! It's a really weird thing about like. His, his friend in town that decides like he doesn't want to be his friend anymore and is like, if you keep fucking talking to me, I'm going to start cutting off my fingers and it gets real weird. Is it mystical like uh, no. Lord of the Rings or is it more like no. they just military? Live, no, they just live in Ireland and he's just a guy and they have one bar and they all hang out there and his friend's like, we're not friends anymore. Give me a... And then he's like, bet. 1940s? I want to say like, no, I don't remember. Modern times. No, not modern times. 1800s. I had to put on subtitles Running because toilets? that's how deep pa- the accent was. In, is there indoor plumbing? We never see them pooping or peeing, which is actually kind of weird, you know? That's the norm in movies now. Yeah. Like, you want to make a realistic movie? Show the main character taking a deuce. I'm just going to let you know, I'm never going to watch this movie. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I did a poor job of selling it. You really it. sold it poorly to me. You don't right. know. Did you watch it? Were you drinking? No, I'm freaking sober as hell. That's crazy. Okay. Maybe the only way you remember things is if you're drunk. <sighs> Sadly. All right. My second star of the week, flag football started again. More pain for oh, me. God, I'm coaching, but I've joined Jesus. up with another coach. Okay. Who then you're I found- the talk in this situation. All right. Well, I'm starting to be more you have a less than 500 record. But well, everyone loves you. Well, it makes no sense. No, do we have horses this year? So basically what I did, was is terrible, was... Uh, you have horses on your team? I cut... Well, I didn't cut... I didn't, Thoroughbreds and kids? I strategically recruited the four, five best players from the last team. Okay. And So you went to the transfer portal? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I combined with another team, their four or five best players, and then somehow, randomly, we were given three players. We have 12 total. Okay. So now we have a full defense, full offense, and all of them. We had our first practice last week. All of them are horses. Now I just have to learn how to coach. That's it. <laughs> and we'll win. This is like a little giant situation where like the ice box shows up and you and you have secret weapons. Good vibes is we pl- the first game we play February 3rd, Friday, February 3rd is against the the all the neighborhood boys uh-huh. that Ford's friends with are yeah. on the same team and have been for years. So Ford okay. was not getting in on that team. He, he bear, by the way, he cannot be trading Pokemon cards with opposing players, other teams. Oh, there'll saying. be a ban. There'll be a ban on that for yeah, the no. season, unless so, they have cards that he can steal from them. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Yep. So unless he fleeces them before the game, it gives us some yeah, more of course. Confidence. Yeah, but and then kicks her ass. He um uh anyway. So this team's really good. They're called the Ducks. It's all we're the Green Wave, by the way, which is pretty. I like gets that. good vibes nice. there. Shout out to but Taylor. anyway, upset special. Nobody sees us coming. The Ducks are a good team. That's our first game of the season. We really have good players this year. Okay, this season, you guys are totally gonna lose. It's gonna happen. Okay, it's gonna happen. <laughs> That's my number two star. What's your number two star? Are you betting on your kids' football team on DraftKings? I would. <laughs> I would. I would put a a champion. I would put a prop bet. You on. would. You put a futures bet on your kid winning a championship. We have ten games, and if it was say, I would say if the over under is five wins, I'm taking the over. Wow. Okay, I like that. Um, if it shows up, let me know so I can put some money on Good. it. I'll, uh, I'll call them. My second star of the week is the San Francisco 49ers. I've never rooted harder for the 49ers in my entire life. I despise them um, than I have uh, this past weekend. 
I the, the hatred for the Dallas Cowboys can unite NFL fans across the world. And that team is so there's nothing likable about the Dallas Cowboys nope. whatsoever. Agree. Jerry Jones, trash owner. I don't care about you doing the draft from your fucking yacht in the Mediterranean. You're 105 years old. Stop touching 20-year-olds, you old pervert. Um, and also, on top of that, their fans are delusional. They act like it was 1995 yesterday, and I'm really tired of that. Hey, news alert. Emmett Smith still isn't your fucking running back, and your team sucks. So, shout-out to the 49ers because... They took care of the Dallas Cowboys like I knew they would. People were delusional and talking themselves into the Cowboys, and it's another season where I watch their fan base get crushed, and every year we talk about them like they're quote-unquote America's team. It's been over two decades. Let it go. You're fucking delusional. Cosign. 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 That's it. Second star. It's fun to watch the Cowboys fall apart. Just like, I agree. The, just like the Maple Leafs. It's like a, the Stephen A. Smith thing where every time they lose, he just posts a video of him just laughing. Like, that's me. They are that's, the Maple Leafs of the NFL. Yeah, they really are. That explains why I hate them so much. Oh, it's great. It's fantastic. And, yes, everybody's panicking. I saw a dude punching a TV when they lost. Like, oh, that video was great. I was like, and... and planned. That was planned. And every, yeah, it was totally planned. And also, like, every Cowboys fan's the same. They're all wearing the same pair of jorts and their shitty Dak Prescott jersey. And uh, Texas is a big state. Don't, don't mess I with don't Texas. Care. You know what I don't care. I don't care. Don't mess with Texas. I've heard that before. Unless they're Cowboys fans. That's the right. that's the uh, fine print. My number one star, Deep Mardi Gras, has already been beginning for us. Yes. Uh, we went to a Queens party on Friday. There were drinks had there uh, at City Park, which was awesome. So we went to celebrate my wife's cousin, nice. uh, who was the queen of Cleopatra. It's one of the Mardi Gras crews. So you're just drinking more. Yep. Okay. Yep. Open bar, gin and tonics, had nice. to do it. Um <laughs> GNTs could not resist. I'm you not would, there. You my would be drinking. a GNT guy. I am not there. In my drinking. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, uh, I just not. I have no discipline. My drinking discipline is getting better, but not when it comes to open bar it and sounds gin and like it's doing the opposite of that. But and hey. even beef eater gin, which is like, eh, but I'll take it. What the okay. hell is that? It's just. It's a, it's, sounds like it was made by a guy from the Banshees of a Nursery. Well, it's not well. It's not like you know. Just it's not a bottle that's just labeled gin. But is it like? Oh, okay. It's still not great. You know what I mean? It doesn't so, sound good at all. Yeah, Hendrix or Tang- yeah, Tangeray's a little better, but I like Tangeray's a little. Anyway, I like gin. It's also January. I mean, you know it's January? You just made that up, but it works. No, I actually saw it. On, I just remember I saw it. On, I do social media. In your Facebook group, my day job Anonymous. Is, my day job is funny looking meme. up stupid social media holidays. Well, you're doing great. And there's a million of them, as okay. you know, and January is a, <laughs> it's happening. Okay. So anyway, deep. so this weekend's the ball for Cleopatra, so we're going to the ball. Nice. More drinking there. Yes. Uh, there's an open bar. Nice. People also bring in their own coolers full of drinks. You can bring whatever you want, by the way. Live band. I brought in mushrooms like a couple of years ago, and I ate them next to cops. That was a fun time. And they probably wanted some. They, honestly, I was too drunk to care. What ball? Uh, Do you remember? Not Bacchus. It was. Rex? No. It was Saturday night. Endymion? Must no, Endymion. it wasn't Endymion. I've never done Endymion. But it's the one, also the night of Endymion. Uh. God damn it. I forgot. But Charlie Day from Always Sunny was the king of that. It was Tux. I was at Tux eating mushrooms in a Tux. And uh, I had a great night. For anybody who doesn't know, which is everybody, that's just a lot of inside 
yeah. New Orleans stuff. Anyways. And we're also transplants, so it's like we just, you know. Yeah, just do it's it. It's the only place we can talk about it. By the way, rules don't apply during Mardi Gras, no. so I'm not saying anything crazy. Anyway, the, the marathon for, for, for me has already begun. I'm just That's my number one star. It's an awesome time. Nice. On a conference call yesterday with people in Chicago, I spent 20 minutes of the conference call explaining Mardi Gras cruise and King Cake. And they loved it. Why were you talking to people from Chicago? I was trying Chicago? to get a discount on this high-priced software for social media, and they wouldn't. <laughs> I said, I'll send you a king cake <laughs> if you give me. It's $800 a month for this software. Were you talking to uh, Abe Froman, the sausage king of yeah, Chicago? Exactly. Yes, I was. <laughs> What's your number one star, Joey? This is, a, okay, my number one star, and it's a wholesome alert for the podcast, but it's the Kraken Pod fam. Um, just, I don't know, man. Things are going incredibly well. The feedback has been awesome. And, you know, we obviously fuck around a lot and have a lot of fun, but we wouldn't be able to do what we do without the support of the Kraken Pod fam. Um, I'm really excited. We really do have so many things uh, in the works that are coming out. Uh, The website, the merchandise, also for the website, uh, we set it up to where people can join the Kraken Pod fam. So just submit your name and your email and that will be used for future whatever the hell. Like, you know, exclusive merchandise that we drop, news, anything like that. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited. We're not going to spam you, mostly because not anything to do with spam. We're just way too lazy to continuously spam people. But yeah. that will be a feature that we can do. Um, but I'm just, like, it's kind of crazy because I, I kind of, so, I'm so bad at, like, looking back at things that I do, we do, just in general, and, like, kind of soaking it in. And if I zoom out and I look at where things are with the Kraken pod and the way things are going, it's really exciting shit. And again, the, the Kraken pod fam has been so fucking supportive and, uh, all jokes aside about the merch one swipe. Um, we were working really hard to design some stuff that we think people are really going to love. And it goes beyond, you know, money or supporting us or anything like that. Our number one concern is, Let's just make some really cool stuff that people will want to wear and be proud of and just and just love. And if we nail that, then I'm happy. And whatever happens, happens. So, yeah, shout out to the Kraken Pod fam. I'm excited. Thank you for supporting us. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can, you know, return the favor. Put a pin in it, man. Yeah. Way to wrap up episode 61. That was phenomenal. It's exactly, again, co-sign on that one. That was it, it feels good. We're 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 still going to make a video where your kids are starving to sell merchandise. Though. Yeah, yeah, with no, Sarah McLaughlin. Music. Into the video. We're going to do that. There'll be a day where I will consistently yeah. produce video. Bits just put the arms of an angel us. on repeat in the background and just shots of your kids being like, "Dad, when's dinner?" So far, the winners are the hockey therapist, the Kraken therapist. We've got the coach, yes, persona, and then we'll do shitty commercials. Oh, I like that. But seriously, Joey, that that's exactly right. This is good vibes going on, and the team winning helps. And let's have those good vibes continue. So, uh, again, thank you for listening to this thing. Uh, did we get our 100 reviews? Dude, not only did we get that, it popped over 100. So, yeah, we're over 100 uh, uh, five-star reviews or whatever it is for Apple Podcasts. So Hell, yeah. Uh, Spotify is almost there, too. Sweet. So, if you listen to us on Spotify, hook it up with five stars. But, yeah, we're at, like, 100 and change now on Apple. So, I guess the next milestone is 500 or 1,000. I don't know. We're just doing things. Just doing I don't it. know how we have that many reviews. We only have 41 listeners, but thank you. You know, if you're stealing, you know, your significant other's phone and uh, and putting in reviews, and hey, that's what you have to do because guess what I do when I'm out drinking? I grab my friend's phones and I get them five stars. And that's right. why we're not getting reviews. Now they're going to strip us of hat because I'm sure Spotify scans this. Nah. So, they're probably going to strip us of the reviews now. 
Probably. They're, They're like, like it's just you're it's like your inner circle. That's all who's doing it. Okay. Well, you make better rules. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, yeah, you're right. It's true. All right, we're gonna fleece the system. So Again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast at Kraken Pod. Leave those reviews wherever you listen to the podcast, all over social media. We're making an effort, which is awesome. Uh, Joey's been killing it behind the scenes lately, so we're making things happen. We expect some merch news. I think I think something by February will will happen. Yes. No deadlines put on. No deadlines, but, no but deadlines. very way sooner Although, rather than later. It's I, coming. I work better with a deadline, that's for sure. So anyway, thank you so much for listening. Let's go Kraken. Let's see who wins against the Canucks. I don't know how to feel about it, but Joey feels good, so let's go with that. So let's do it. So let's get some stuff going on. You just, you just hit a. <laughs> Wait, I just hit. This has presets built in. Where he Jeff just touched the roadcaster by accident. That's for my other podcast. Sorry, okay, shit. yeah. Laugh track. Wow. This is Say awful. something funny, and then hit the laugh track. These are called hot buttons. Yeah. Yeah. We had these when I was a professional radio. Yeah, guy. they're they're built in automatically to the roadcaster, and you just discovered them. I thought you worked in radio for like a decade. I did, but I didn't realize that's what these were. Okay, well, this is all right. Just shut up, so I can listen to them. There's nothing said. Okay, well, that's it for the podcast episode. Wow, this is the this is record setting depths. Right <laughs> this is record setting we, depths. We, <laughs> I'm literally like right now. I'm watching you are, as a ten year old just hit buttons because it makes. You're sounds. watching me discover things. Like yeah. I watch my kids open presents <laughs> with uh, rum and you know a rum and coffee or something it's like, like that. Watching apes for the first we, time, like discover like like smash rocks against a wall. Marinara is trench deep in the depths right now. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Have an awesome week. <laughs> The Kraken Pod. Thank you. Um, what's Kraken, Kraken Pod? That's good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Chirp of the Week. Let's leave you with our Chirp of the Week. The Chirp of the Week is where players on the ice, they talk trash to each other. They don't say anything after games. They're terrible with after games. They're boring, but on the ice, they're hilarious. So let's leave you with our Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. That was good. That was good. All right, get chirping. What are you practicing for your goals? Yeah. You're practicing for a goal? One day maybe. That'd be fun. You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. Okay, let's get her done. <laughs>